Hi, it's Phil Brown, and I'm here with David Whelan, and today we're going to talk about voice recognition. Voice recognition has been a little bit of a holy grail, I think, for lawyers because it offers an opportunity for them to use one of their primary tools, their voice, to record information, hopefully more quickly than they can type or write it. Uh, but voice recognition has had a, uh, a mixed past, and uh, the, I think the best news really is that it's getting better and better, um, and almost to the point of magic, it seems, sometimes when you use certain devices. It's, it's not your grandpa's voice recognition. For sure. Uh, back in the old days, uh, you downloaded a very large package of software onto your uh, desktop, uh, and you spent hours training that software to recognize the various nuances of your uh, your voice, and uh, there were certain words it just never was able to recognize. It was particularly difficult, I think, because it, it meant that you were recording it in a particular way. Uh, and I once did a demonstration of it after having trained my voice and going on, um, but I was a little stressed out during the presentation, so my voice actually went up. And so the, all the training was no longer any good because it had been trained for a slightly lower toned voice. And so, uh, it, it was very, very finicky now. But, uh, now when you open up your phone or your, uh, desktop device, so long as you've got the software on there, um, it's really remarkable how close the technology has come to matching most of the words that we use. So let's talk a little bit, since you mentioned phones, about Siri, which might be what a lot of people would be familiar with. Uh, is that true voice recognition? Oh, for sure. It's definitely voice recognition, and Android has some add-on apps that do a similar sort of thing. But I think it's not the voice recognition that most lawyers would think of. Siri and, and other uh, voice apps tend to be good at giving you directions or, or responding to a, a particular query uh, because that query has gone into a very large database of other people who have asked the same information or, or asked for the same uh, kind of detail. And as we found out recently, uh, people are listening to the recordings of your voice uh, that are made when you talk to Siri. Right. That's uh, that's kind of creepy. <laughs> so, so, so there's no real confidentiality there, uh, and you wouldn't necessarily want to be using uh, Siri for anything uh, sensitive. There also seems to be a focus generally. Um, we've talked about the Internet of Things on another uh, podcast, uh, but there was a recent case with a, a, telephone, uh, a television company, and the television uh, was able to pick up your voice command so that it would change channels and do other things. But all of that information was also being sent off to a third-party uh, voice recognition service. Uh, and so there are these large databases now uh, being put together, um, obviously to help the people who are using voice recognition so that it becomes better for all of us. Um, but it does mean that the things that you're saying into microphones may be uh, not only being recorded by you, but being stored elsewhere. Right. So there are a couple of big players and, and bigger softwares out there. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of uh, people have heard of Dragon Dictates. Uh, and it's available for a number of different professions. They have special packages for doctors and lawyers and so on. Um, it's come a long way since they started. It's incredible. Uh, Nuance is really a juggernaut when it comes to voice recognition. And they have absorbed a lot of the smaller players, I think, along the way. Um, and it's a very, very strong tool. Even just right out of the box, uh, you can uh, start to have your words translated right onto your screen. But I think they really, uh, the key item, if you can find it with voice recognition, and of course, Dragon Dictate has it, um, is this uh, legal dictionary. Because we have lots of terms of art uh, that don't appear properly if, unless you've trained your, your package to do that. Uh, I found this with my daughter. Um, her name uh, comes out as Chilean. 
uh, when you record it. And so it, it, even though it's, it's a common name, it's not in, in the database. And so when you think about Latin terms and other uh, terms of art you might have in your practice area, having those built into a dictionary where it's already available um, will just ma- mean that you're up and running faster when you get started and you won't have to trip and watch uh, as you're uh, uh, transcribing your voice. And it can be a very useful tool for uh, smartphones uh, I have a free version of Dragon Dictates for my uh, iPhone, and uh, you can dictate uh, a large amount of text, and then you can decide which platform you want to send it out on, whether it's an email or an SMS or a text or any, any different way you want to send it. You just select uh, after you've made the recording. It's a remarkable how, how accurate it is. I've, I've been really impressed. Um, even in Windows, Windows has some accessibility options, uh, which are really not intended for the general user, uh, but the speech recognition in Windows is very, very strong. Uh, it takes a very small amount of training and, and you can be up and running, again, doing, doing basic sorts of things. One of the, the key things to remember with uh, voice recognition, whether it's on your desktop or on your phone, is that you always get a word. Um, and so if you're speaking into it, it never stops and says, did you mean this word or that word? It says, you know what? It sounded like you said X and I'm going to put X in there. Uh, and so you really need to go back and read what you have uh, transcribed or, or recorded uh, because it may not include the words you expected. It's a little bit like your keyboard on your phone. Um, and sometimes we get words that we don't intend. No, for sure. There has to be, uh, if this is going to be used for documents, a lot of proofreading. Uh, and uh, probably a good idea to have, if you're not a particularly good proofreader, to have a second set of eyes go over it to make sure you're not sending something out that uh, had a particular value in it and and, uh, it goes out under a completely different number. Yeah, that million-dollar contract going out as a ten-dollar one would be a would be a problem. <laughs> sure, and, and so using it for things like minutes of settlement and things like that. I mean, uh, no matter how many times you've done it, I, I think you want to carefully read it a few times to make sure that uh, things have uh, gone well. What you'll find with some of the paid voice recognition packages too is that you can use a digital recorder. So, say you're driving. Uh, uh, up to see a client or uh, off to court and you're recording uh, on your digital recorder for uh, for a different matter or whatever, you can then upload that sound file later when you get back to your office and it will go through the recognition process from that digital file. You don't actually have to be sitting in front of the computer all the time. Um, or you can send that file to someone else who can then uh, do the recognition for you. So it doesn't necessarily have to be something that you have to do yourself uh, and to tie yourself to new technology. You can use the tools that you're comfortable with uh, and then just have that digital file turned into uh, the document that you're trying to create. Sure, and you can—I mean—you can make notes using these uh, various uh, voice recognition applications to uh, make notes for yourself, send yourself emails. Uh, I mean, you can get a lot of work done while you're driving, for instance, if you're dictating things to yourself that uh, become emails later or documents later. You could certainly dictate a bunch of them in one file and then split them up and send them out as a number of different emails if you wanted to so you're not messing with it while you're in your car. Keep in mind that if you're dictating on the road or outside your office that uh, your voice may carry. Uh, and so it's it's even more so than with conversations. You may be getting the benefit of voice recognition, uh, but if other people recognize your voice as well and what you're talking about, uh, that could uh, lead to some uncomfortable consequences. Sure. It's not the sort of thing you want to do in a public place. And, and I suppose uh, the other thing that, that uh, tends to play into voice recognition is background noise. 
Yeah, a loud coffee shop um, not only isn't a good place to to dictate loudly, but the clanking of plates and other things uh, can definitely distract the technology. Sure. So have a look at uh, voice recognition. There's a number of options out there, and uh, it might be a time saver for your practice. Thanks, Phil. Thanks, David.